Tailgater Sports. That's right, everybody. It is another episode of Tailgater Sports. We have a ton of stuff to get to. We have some great sound coming out of the MLB. We have fantasy football, guys. Fantasy football tailgater sports style. So stick around if you're looking to win bragging rights over myself, over Randy and Tyler. You know what? I mentioned them. So let's bring them on in here. Let's bring in Randy. He's a Green Bay Packers what fan, up? an Anaheim Ducks fan, That's a member right. of the ASU Nation. Forks, Forks up, up, whatever. Bitch. He's the number two. Let's bring in my number three. His name is Tyler. He's a Falcons fan, a Kings fan, an Anaheim Angels fan, and claims LA for some reason. And how yeah. you doing, guys? The worst. I of do the worst. claim LA. Not sure why, but you know, it's <laughs> it's a love hate relationship at this point. My job's LA, in LA adjacent. Tyler's. I live on L- in LA. Technically, it's I don't know. Every single team Tyler supports sports, no pun intended, a tradition of just utter disappointment. Right. And just losing. It's really weird. Yeah, Angels have one title. It's been 18 years since that. Falcons have been to two Super Bowls, arguably the biggest choke job in football history. Why am I alive? This is an honest question. Why am I alive? Disappointment. So we got some housekeeping to get to, guys, before we get into the sports talk, the the, the funny, I guess we should say. Yeah. We got to talk about the unwritten rules in baseball. It's like clockwork with these guys. The old guys eventually mouth off to somebody yeah. young and dumb in the MLB. Young and fun. I shouldn't say dumb. Young and fun in the MLB. So we got to talk about that. We have one of the weirdest apologies ever in sports <laughs> broadcast media. It's hilarious. You guys have to hear the sound on this one. And we got possibly my newest favorite pitcher in the MLB to get to, guys. But before we get to that, some house cleaning. Guys, we're like three weeks away from football. NFL oh, wow, action. we are. I was scrolling through my score app the oh, other day. Oh, crap, we are. I was scrolling through my score app and I saw a bunch of, you know, you got the baseball scores postponed, yeah. those weird double headers going on. The Cardinals are finally playing again, by the way. I think they've played like six games this season. Yay. Um, I was scrolling through my score app. Mm-hmm. Hockey, hockey, baseball, NBA, whatever. And then I got to a postponed slash canceled section for the NFL. Guys, we would have been like three weeks into the preseason by now. Really? Yeah, so yeah, oh, when, when, when was because I know the, uh, the Hall of the, Fame yeah, the game Hall was like three game. weeks ago. The, it would have been in the middle of the week. Uh, the stupidest game the NFL plays every year besides the Pro Bowl is the Hall of Fame game. Like what is st- yeah. oh, yeah, you go play in Canton with all the scrubs that aren't going to make the, yeah. the, the first team. It's, it's always funny how they pump that game up. Oh, the Hall of Fame game, the Hall of Fame game under the lights. Well, two years ago, the field melted, wasn't even played. This yep. year it's canceled because of the Rona. Yep. And every year. It's the first freaking preseason in the game. The starters aren't aren't even playing half the yeah. time, and but they pump it up. First it's like game, it's, it's like it's if, if you're gonna pump this up, make this a week six game or something. You know, like make it something that people actually want to watch. They treat it like the Pro Bowl now, where they send out their D their D squad well, yeah. announcers to go out there to Canton, Ohio, and a in a crudely painted field that was supposed to resemble the old timey fields, while these teams wear these old crappy like uh, what's supposed to be the old vintage right. jerseys. It's just. It's so it really dumb. is weird how much they pump it up and how little it how little impact it has in the season. Yeah, like the reason why I hate preseason games so much, don't get me wrong, they're valuable for people to make a name for themselves and for people right. to really make a splash. But if you really think about it, like if you really think about it, the majority of the guys who even make a decent splash during these games, they're probably not going to make the squad. Like the players are already essentially picked if you think about it. Like uh, every single year, for instance, let's use your uh, your Buffalo Bills, for example. Uh, last year, Buffalo had a running back who was actually an ex-rugby player yeah, from England. Wade. Yeah, made a big deal about him. He was actually kind of half decent. He scored, and, he scored a touchdown. Scored a touchdown. Four. And it's like all the hoopla, all the praise, inevitably the dude gets cut, and right. then no more from them. Right. So you it's like, okay, good story. So 
It's it's that's it's, a really on, good before example. You go, before you start going, Tyler, you definitely strike me as a dude who is way too into the preseason in yeah. the NFL. Like and you're, that's, you're oh, watching no. for you're watching no. for the third string reps. Yep. Like this guy's coming. I'm gonna get him on my fantasy dude, football team next year for some bef- reason. Before Brady left town and went to Tampa Bay, people were literally crapping their pants over Stidham throwing a like a, a 40 yard touchdown against third string <laughs> corners, and they're like, the future is here, guys. We don't need Brady after him. And that's why that's the number one thing that pisses me off the most about like sports radio and then these sports shows because they have no choice. They have to chomp at the bit when they see preseason stuff because it's football, but it's all it's all false hope. Yeah. So number one, I absolutely hate the preseason for one reason only. Roll the clocks back a little bit back to uh, 2004. I believe it was. Oh God, this story again. Michael Vick breaks his leg in the preseason. <laughs> the season's over already. I nearly cried that day because of that. I never really watched preseason football. But Randy did bring up a good point. You got to remember, it was either last year or the year before. There was that wide receiver for the Browns, the guy who snuck into like the Browns oh, yeah. tryout. Yeah, it was actually a really good feel-good story. He didn't have cleats, so Odell Beckham Jr. gave him his. What happens? Oh, the guy right. gets cut. So it's like, well, all it's right. It's so that stupid. Was, and every single year, every single year, you see the same stupid storyline, which is, and God bless him, a receiver who didn't get drafted from no name school camping outside of like Gillette yeah. Stadium yep. with a with a sign that he made at Kinko's like, hey, guys, uh, ready to play with cleats and, and crap around his neck. They sign him only to inevitably cut him after giving him like fifteen hundred bucks for the weekend. Like, thanks, yeah. dude. There's so much unnecessary fluff it's, in uh, NFL preseason. Well, guys, luckily, we don't have to deal with any of the idiocracy that comes around NFL yeah. preseason. Because it was canceled this year because of the corona. Oh, Reb. Thank you, COVID. Um, But you know what's not dumb? Fantasy football. That's right. We take that seriously. We take that way too seriously. I honestly take fantasy football way too seriously. It's, it's, we're as Americans, it's in us. My day could be ruined over a bad fantasy football day. Like my Sundays Mm -hmm. are on thin ice to begin with because I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. (laughs) That can ruin my day, you know. Three right. hours into it. Of course. West Coast time, you wake up 10 a.m., you're in football mode already. So my day could be shot by 1 p.m. Pacific because yep. the yep. Bills blew it or they buffaloed themselves, right? It's the worst. If they buffalo themselves and I have a crap day in like fantasy football or like daily DraftKings or whatever, dude, don't talk to me until at least 4 p.m. Pacific. That's the worst. No, it's, it's true. There, yeah, There I, is nothing. The same thing. Because we're on the West Coast, there is, and we root for predominantly East Coast teams. I mean, Midwest, whatever, same crap. Uh, nothing sucks more than your team getting the early game and you waking up at 8 a.m. just for them to get shellacked. Yeah, dude. And your whole day is just crap. Like, oh, and then you, you have to be reminded by your phone and Instagram, like, hey, you see this play from blah, blah, Like, I don't care. Right. I don't, I don't give two craps about that. And then to top what you're saying, fantasy, the number one thing that I have, my worst nightmare, first, uh, first quarter injury. So here's what we're going to do. All that lead up, all that talking crap on the preseason, we're going to have, we're going to debut the first ever tailgater fantasy football season, everybody. So what we're going to need you to do, if you want to participate in this fantasy football season with myself, with Randy, with Tyler, play for your bragging rights, play for your right to talk ish on Tyler on Twitter. Um, and hey, actually hey, just hey. test Tyler out. You know, he talks a big game on everything. So I'm sure he'll, he'll talk plenty of crap throughout this season when it comes to fantasy football. But if you are interested, if you're listening to this at this moment and you are interested in playing fantasy football with the guys, with us, the tailgater crew, we are going to need you to log on to the Twitter machine, hit up Tyler at Tyler the board up on Twitter and send him his messages should be open. They are open, right, Tyler? They are open. Yes. So send him a message. 
with your name and with your email. We're going to be using ESPN.com, guys. So we're going to need you to have an Thank ESPN. God. Yeah, an ESPN.com account to play fantasy football with us. Send that over at Tyler the Board Up on Twitter. Your name, your email account connected to ESPN.com, the fantasy football section on there. So we're looking for 10 teams, seven more on top of us three. Send your name, your email to Tyler at Tyler the Board Up on Twitter if you want to jump in on this league. If we have more than the seven we need, we're going to do a little bit of a random drawing. Hopefully we can come back to you guys next episode, next week sometime, and give you the list of who is in on our league, how we selected them and all that stuff. And if we need another team or two to fill it out, We'll let you guys know then. And then, guys, three weeks away. I think we're 24 days away from kickoff, 23 or something like that. Wow. So. We are actually exactly three weeks away from kickoff. It is on September 10th, I believe. And that is 21 days away. Gosh, it's wild. I'm, you know, I work for Fox Sports Radio over the weekend. Um, and I was talking to somebody and we're like, we're knee deep in all this college football drama, the civil war that's going on there, whether or not they're gonna have a season, you know, all this crap going on with the baseball season. And I tell him like, dude, yeah, football's here already. And I'm sure the people in charge of college athletics, they're aware of that. Oh so yeah. They're like, these guys are going to keep, I mean, I don't, I don't necessarily think they're malicious, not by naturally. Other than the NCAA, because those guys are a bunch of dicks, Ugh. but like you know, commissioners of of conferences and stuff, like I think they understand that eventually this narrative is going to get shifted from "Hey guys, college players aren't going to get to play" to "Oh, the NFL's here." Oh yeah, you know what I mean. And this that was the thing, the rush against the clock for all these other leagues that are playing. You know, the NBA, the NHL, the MLB. Everybody was like, "Yo, get your stuff together before the NFL comes," because even a fanless NFL season is pulling all the eyes away from whatever the hell you're doing in a bubble, yeah. you know, wherever you're at in the world. Which, by the way, guys, I don't know if you've seen any of this news going on, but, you know, the NFL won't be completely fanless, it looks like, this season. So I know we were talking about, you know, how these guys playing in empty stadiums and stuff, but it looks like every team is kind of trickling out orders, um, you know, with limited capacity. I think they said like 20% at KC, Arrowhead, you mm -hmm. know, um, stuff like that. Would you go to a game, covid Related, I mean, if it was max capacity or top cap yeah. capacity, I should say. Well, my stance for, for baseball was I wouldn't want to go to a game simply because I don't want to have to follow all the weird regulations. You know, like right. it's not worth the headache. I have to get my temperature checked, which half the time isn't even accurate. Then I have to wait mm -hmm. in line. Maybe I have to check in on via app to go buy a beer. So I, I would imagine the same would be for football. So, but, but at the same time, I feel like going to a football game, at least for me, is just a little bit more exciting than baseball. Right. So maybe I'd make an exception depending on the matchup, but more than likely I probably wouldn't. No, I'm the complete opposite. I would go without a doubt. It's not even close. So like, I mean, okay. Adam has I have to no wait. disregard to his life. Like it tells him, you know what? If I die, I die. <laughs> Look, if he dies, he dies. Football. But Randy wouldn't know that reference because he hasn't seen Rocky four. Anyways. Yeah, <laughs> Tyler is like and, in the Tyler's like in the top five percent of people who are most at risk of dying from this disease. Tyler's like, you know what? I'm, I'm gonna go watch Julio Jones, hey, Matt Ryan, baby, Matt Ryan, yeah. Hey, Matt just Ryan, for the, Julio Jones, just for the Falcons yeah. to, to lose in the fourth quarter. Okay, you know what? You're being a little harsh. All right, not nah, for real. So I would totally go if there's gonna be safety regulations, like 22 percent capacity. Okay, uh -huh. that's not even a quarter of the way filled. So I'm like, okay, so like, I have some okay, twenty thousand people. I would, I would imagine, I would imagine tickets would probably be more expensive though. Would you dish yeah. out the extra cash? Oh, I'm assuming money isn't an issue. If I have to dish out the extra cash, considering I'd have to go to Atlanta to see my favorite team, probably not. But mm -hmm. if my team was local, 
depending on how much the extra cash was, yeah, I might actually do it. I don't think I'd do the tailgating before yeah. just because I don't yeah. know where everybody's hands have been. I don't and know that's one of those things, too. It's like when these things do open, it's going to be interesting to see how they how they look and what they actually do on mm-hmm. game day. Because, yeah, tailgating, I'm assuming is not going to be officially yeah, no sanctioned through the team. The city around it, who knows? You know, any city by city, state by state, who knows what's like around it outside the actual sanctioned like arena yeah. area. But once it comes to inside, it's, it's going to be weird. I read an article that Jerry Jones, he says something like fan pods like pretty much bubbles for like your groups to sit in like so you, you know it's like you know you could go out to eat in certain places as long as you're with your household mm-hmm. stuff like that because figure if you're if you're not infecting each other you're not gonna affect other people right i mean it makes sense if you think about it because let's say you have multiple restaurants in your stadium you enact these quote-unquote bubbles where people can sit right. down and they're protected by you know essentially what is a mm-hmm. bubble i mean most consumers they're just gonna if okay this restaurant's full let's go to this one or let's go to this one or they just wait Right. You know what I mean? So yeah. I wouldn't be too far fetched. It's going to be interesting to see what that. it looks like the in-game experience. Me myself, I'm kind of yeah. pissed because I know I've talked about on here and I've talked about with you guys is I was planning this Buffalo Bills tour this yeah. season for me. I had the Bills coming to San Francisco and us being in LA. That's you know not too far away. They were coming to Arizona. They were going to Vegas. So I had this little bit of a hey, my team's finally out west kind of trip going. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to even be in the city of half of these guys if I, you know, travel state to state. I think what's most exciting about all this, though, is because NBA is doing a hub and baseball refuses to spend any penny of their money on actual (laughs) futuristic things, uh, it's going to be interesting because the NFL is essentially like the baller league where everyone wants to one-up each other, sort of. It goes without saying. Like, they don't verbally say, I'm going to one-up you, but it's it's kind of insinuated. Look at the giant Roomba in the middle of the Las Vegas desert. I mean, that's Which all all the proof you is need. catching slack, by the way, because Mark Davis said he's not having fans and he's in a state where they would be able to. Yeah. So apparently a bunch of owners are pissed like, yo, why aren't you opening your doors when exactly. you are actually in a state where you could. Where you could. Exactly. And you got this brand new Bells and Whistles Stadium. But that one I kind of understand. But like because it's it's a tourist town. So I, I get it. You can have a lot of people from out of state but that's the point though no their places aren't open i get that no but like here's the thing here's the thing too though like like with jerry jones jerry jones will dish out copious amounts of money insane amounts of money to make this stuff work which is which is going to be interesting because you're not going to find that at a baseball stadium no No baseball owner is going to pay that kind of money the denver broncos had mr like dean disinfector misters to watch their players ten thousand dollar contraption just that just throws hand sanitizer (laughs) as they run on the field Yeah, it looked like you might as well have been in line at like six flags or an amusement park when it's like a hundred out and you're standing in line you have the misters on yeah it's it looked like that basically like a pvc pipe and uh and i think i think the thing that really makes me laugh the most what makes me laugh but also cringe a little bit is so the majority of the public obviously a lot of americans are football fans no right no duh but there's also a lot of americans who are aware of football but they're not necessarily aware of football the way we are and by that i mean the reaction by a lot of people when the the denver broncos posted the video of them running through the mister was why the hell do these football teams have all these crazy right. things? They don't, people don't understand the money behind the exactly. NFL, dude. Yeah. And that's why, and that's why I think what's going to go down in Jerry World is going to be so interesting because Jerry Jones, I'm sure, is talking to a bunch of innovative people, and I use innovative very loosely, right. a bunch of people with ideas on how to make this work. And it's just going to be really interesting to see how it plays out. 
Yeah, the money behind NFL, the the things we're going to see coming out of football in the NFL primarily because obviously the NCAA has their head up their ass yeah. because they don't have the money and they don't have the governing body like the NFL does. But the stuff we're going to see coming out of the NFL to make this work because they want to make it work. All the leagues want to make this work, obviously. Mm-hmm. But the NFL is definitely the one with the money bags and it's a money bag situation on every team. So the stuff we see team by team to make this work is probably going to be pretty interesting to see how it all plays out as the season goes on and see even how much of a season we get maybe. Right. Um, but if you want to get in again, if you want to get into the fantasy football, the tailgater fantasy football league with myself, Randy and Tyler, make sure to hit up Tyler on Twitter at Tyler, the board op. His messages should be open for you. Shoot him a message with your name, with your ESPN account. So again, that's Tyler on Twitter at Tyler, the board op. If you're looking to get smacked around here by me in fantasy football and the other two probably lose. So oh, okay. um, before we get to baseball, okay. <laughs> before we get to baseball, because yes, they're being dumb again. I can yep. see Randy festering up. He looks like a pimple ready to pop. Randy said he has a revelation. So before we get to all that, he said he has a sports revelation for us. And it's a pretty sad revelation. And okay. not to not to be cringe like Tyler, but I'll start this off with a quote. Uh, this is from Andy Bernard from The Office, which says, I wish there was a way oh, to God. know you're in the good old days before oh, you actually left them. And you're probably wondering why I'm, at, why I'm saying that, and I'll explain. <laughs> so over the, over the past week, we've seen a few teams in both the NHL and uh, basketball get eliminated. And we've all we saw it, we saw the MLS season come to an end, the, the NWSL come to an end, lacrosse come to an end, and now these are the two sports we were looking forward to the most. And these teams are getting eliminated, and I'm starting to realize, right. holy crap, these seasons are going as they were supposed to go, and eventually this is going to come to an end. And it's it's sort of like every single year, at least for me. I, while I do enjoy baseball, I do also enjoy having the option to watch other sports at, at yeah. the same time. But it's coming up to the point of the year where the only sport available is baseball. And baseball, by far, is the most unreliable amongst all the sports, at least in this current mm-hmm. this current situation, right, what's going on right now. And so my revelation is, holy crap, the seasons are almost up. Like, the seasons are almost over. Like, we were all this whole anticipation for the things to start, and now you think about it, NHL teams are already being eliminated. NBA teams have already been eliminated. It's like in just a matter of a few weeks, all of this that we were looking forward to is going to be gone. It was a bit of a sports tidal wave for us. We had nothing. We had nothing. You know how tidal waves work. They really, they pull that out, they pull it out, and then it just eventually shoves it back into the, the, the coast. So like we were getting pulled out, pulled out to sea when there was nothing. Yeah. And all of a sudden we're, oh crap, sports tidal wave. Dude, there was points the last couple of weeks where I didn't know what to watch. There was too much Yeah. I, I had a computer screen, I had my phone and my TV, and I was still like, oh crap, there's a basketball game on I can't watch. The Dodgers are on my phone. I'm watching, you know, hockey on the TV. We had hockey at 8 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. It was like Christmas yeah. for sports. And that's the thing too, some of these games, hockey primarily because they're the yeah. continuous OT situation and basketball, you know, doesn't really get OT games right. like that. These hockey games are running two, three, five, six OTs. Was there a five OT game the other five day between the, the Blue Jackets yeah, and the Lightning? OT, yeah. yeah. So it's like these games are not only, you know, everywhere at the same time. You throw in baseball, it's even they're bigger. They're lengthy. They're getting lengthy. These games are, the, the quality has been great. I re, I've right. been digging the bubble, the NBA bubble. I've been digging the NHL bubble. Still zero positive cases, by the way. MLB, what you doing? Um, uh, NBA, they uh, they were the for, they were the forefront of a new innovative way to test for coronavirus. Right, yeah, so the world might be saved by the NBA, which is a wild. They might be, which is about. which is ridiculous. Lemon Pepper Lou and all those guys right. saved the day. <laughs> no, but um, it's just it's one of those things where I realize where I'm like, damn, dude, because honestly, really, this is all contingent on football. 
if the NFL kicks off right when it's supposed to kick off, as it is supposed to, mm-hmm. then things are going to be okay. Yeah, and not to say be, there's a there's going to be a truncated NCAA season. It looks like it looks yeah. like the SEC is going to be say F you or the South. We're going to play. Yeah, Big Ten, Pac twelve are trying to play spring football. Um, but again, this is all up in the air because of the right. Rona. But yeah, like you said, it was here and it was here hard and heavy. Yep. And but no, yeah, we're you know, there's teams in the NHL who got swept. There's teams, you know, three, four games in, they're out. We're almost to the second round in the NHL already. Which is which is insane because the NHL playoffs are, in my opinion, are the most fast paced playoffs. Yeah. Because you don't you blink and next thing you know, it's the Western Conference mm-hmm. Finals. And you're like, holy crap. Like uh, the, the reason why this even came to me was I was watching. Uh, I forgot what I was watching. Some I think maybe ESPN. They uh, they presented like a bracket of the remaining teams. And I realized just how many teams are left in the playoffs right now. And then that's when it dawned on me. Holy crap. We're like a skip and a hop away from the Stanley right. Cup and then that being it. Because let's say, uh, theoretically, or hypothetically, sorry, that the NFL season doesn't happen for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say it's too far-fetched. And MLB got delayed for God knows how long, those dicks. Um, NBA season's up. What do we have now? You know? And I, I only and obviously we we will most likely have baseball, but baseball is by far the most unreliable yeah. amongst all the major sports. So you know, like what then? What happens if we go back to square one with no sports and just a cookie cutter college football scene where it's one game a week? You know, the good thing about this, though, is that, you know, a bunch bunch of these seasons or the NHL, I think, and even the NBA, they're talking about December startups for the next season. So they're yeah. trying not to screw up the calendar too bad by these delayed playoffs scenarios. But um, God, man, hopefully football comes through for us. God, man. You know? And here's here's a thought, too, that a lot of people aren't realizing. And I know this is kind of a silly thing to say, and I could very well get ridiculed for it. But as NFL's getting ready to start, they've been observing. They've been watching these other sports teams. But all the while they were watching, somebody was watching them watching. <laughs> and they're currently watching in the shadows, ready to hit them with the people's elbow, hiding, waiting for their moment to strike. And I'm talking about the XFL. The XFL could <laughs> XFL ultimately save, save the sports day. world. XFL is going to save the world. Or, well, The Rock's going to save the world. But what's new with Menace? So hopefully the NFL does save us. Saving grace. Because, guys, we're starting up a damn fantasy football league. How are we going to promo a fantasy football league and the NFL screw us like that? I mean. I don't know, man. But crazier things have happened, like a worldwide pandemic. Yeah, how, so. am I, how am I supposed to smack you guys around in fantasy football with no fan, with no okay. football league? Come on. <sighs> geez. All right. All right. Okay. I promised. All right, guys. I promised. How are we going to get our 20 bucks from Tyler for oh, him that's betting right. on the Patriots? And, oh, yeah. That's right. Wait, how am I going to get my 40 bucks from you guys? That's the better question. Yeah. yeah. yeah go uh, right. go ask the eight guys on the Patriots who have <laughs> opted out this season. Yeah, go ask them. They're all backups. My God. Patrick Chung's not a backup. Okay. There's Dante Hightower, starter. not a backup. Okay, there's two starters and six back. What are they talking? What, what was Bill Check saying? They might run a uh, a quarterback platoon. Uh, yeah, platoon. Cam Newton, not a starter. Cam Newton, <laughs> Jared Je- Stidham, not a starter. <laughs> Jared Stidham and whoever the hell the third guy is. But okay, <laughs> all right, whatever. Jeez, baseball rotation. Though. I'll take my money in uh, pennies. By the way, all right, guys. I promised some great audio coming out of the MLB, and I yep. I I will deliver it. Okay, this has to be in perhaps top ten greatest moments to in sports to be in caught the past on like decade. Just, just okay so first of all let's set this up a little bit guys so for those who don't know i mean obviously we don't you don't know because i haven't said yeah. anything yet so red cincinnati reds they're playing the kansas city royals the other day hot mike coming back from a commercial one of the reds tv broadcasters his name's tom brenneman been doing it forever in the reds organization forever long long time professional a hot mic caught him, and I won't. I, we don't need to play this part, guys, because this is just a little setup. It'll be like a five-second yeah. clip. A hot mic caught him using the gay f word, right? 
He caught, he was calling something the, the gay F word capital of the world, whatever. You know, that's not the big deal here. The big deal is his apology. So not only is he catching flack for the hot mic catching the F word, he's catching slack for his apology, which sounded a little bit like this. I pride myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, <laughs> it will be a home run. And so that'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be for the Reds. I don't know if it's going to be for my bosses at Fox. I want to apologize for the people. I pride myself and think of myself <laughs> as a, a man of faith. As there's <laughs> a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. <laughs> and so that'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Um, Probably not. I'm going to say no. You're probably not going to put that headset on again, <laughs> Tom Brenneman. I have uh, made a mistake, perhaps the biggest in my career. I apologize to all of the LGBTQ plus community. Uh, the count is 0-2. There's the pitch. <laughs> that ball is out of here like my broadcasting career. But I just, I feel like it's so nonchalant. Like the whole thing, like, imagine you you're an announcer. You're just like, you're like, I'd like to sincerely apologize to all of the LGBT community. Uh, my deepest, sincere apologies to all of them. I apologize to my family, my friends. And all those listening out there, uh, the ballpark chili night. Make sure Skyline Chili. Uh, the <laughs> I do commend him for flawless. It was seamless, seamless. You there know, was no pause, no hesitation. You know, he's, yeah. he's broadcast professional, except you know how, for the whole gay effort. Thing. You know how Tyler likes to post annoying stuff like a baseball hashtag baseball guy yeah. or something. Like this is a hashtag baseball sports announcer guy, where it's like no matter how hard he, he tries not off. to, for some reason in his mind he's like, hey, I really messed up, but. Maybe I can make things a little bit better on myself if I do my job as I'm apologizing. Hey, my career just got uprooted, but Nicholas Castellanos just tanked something I, to center field. And I think I think it's just th perhaps the best part of all this, and I'll let Tyler jump in on this because he's been really loving this, but perhaps the best part in all this is just the f fate, you know? What are Dude, the odds? He's getting pulled off mid-game. Yeah. What are the odds that all this happens and in the midst of all this going on, there's a home run? Like, wh I pride myself <laughs> and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. <laughs> this is so stupid. It is so funny. It's, oh my God. It, it really is just the world giving him the finger as he's leaving it's that might be i mean i've heard some bad like sports announcing mistakes to where it's pretty funny that might be one of the funniest ones i've ever heard and i i probably watched it like 10 times last night i just couldn't stop it's and I, th I think my favorite thing too and tyler's the one that pointed this out to me is dedicated sports fans doing their own renditions like from this one here which is like from the bottom of my heart i'm so very very sorry i pride myself and think of myself as a man of fate and chris davis takes it <laughs> takes it in the back of the end zone he'll run it out to the 10 15 20 25 30 and i'm like this stuff is amazing it's so funny i mean obviously what he said isn't funny oh yeah the reason we got here is obviously not funny at all you can't be using that word. we're right? laughing for we're laughing for all the wrong reasons but we're still gonna laugh because yeah. it's like just what an idiot, man. Yeah, it sucks. So dumb. Being in this profession, I mean, we're all radio dudes. That's my nightmare. Because we all say stupid stuff behind yeah. closed doors, stuff like that. I'm 
terrified of me dropping, just saying the F word. I don't cuss in like, you. I try not to cuss at yeah. work just because there's four mics in front of me right now. In the other room, there's six. In any room I'm in, there's at least two mics half the time. Yeah. And I'm always afraid of just an F word squeaking out into the world and me getting fired because of it. All it takes, all it takes is one mess up. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. <laughs> I just love that Definitely line. Definitely not. I just love that line. I don't know if I'm putting this headset on again. I got to say, though, like, what is it like to be a Cincinnati sports fan? For a minute, the most exciting thing the Reds had was Homer Bailey. And then that's, I think that's... I now think, it's all just drooling over Joey Votto. Joey Votto, you had Puig, I think. Yeah, for a yeah, little bit. For, yeah. for a he little fought bit. The, he, fought, he was in that fight when... Uh, oh, that's the, right. He took on the, the entire closer, Pittsburgh Pirates the team. The closer took on Pittsburgh, all of, the whole city of Pittsburgh. I do actually have cousins who live right outside Cincinnati. I asked them about the sports scene one time. They said, uh, quote, it's not great. That's pretty much it. <laughs> hey, here's, a, here's a comment from somebody who's been a Reds fan their whole life. Uh, it said, been a Reds fan my whole life, and it's a lot of losing, but they're still fun to watch, but it's a whole lot of losing. Yeah. I think every Reds fan also lives in somewhat denial, being that they're convinced that, what, 65-year-old Homer Bailey has one more no-hitter in him. Maybe that's why they keep him on the roster. But now every time you think of Cincinnati, the, the attention has diverted from Joe Burrow. It's not going to be this whole debacle. This whole craziness. My career is literally crumbling around me as Joe Burrow tosses his first NFL touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> Rookie Joe Burrow starts his career with a 99-yard uh, TD catch and run, and uh, my career is over. I would like to apologize <laughs> to every single listener out there. Uh, it was unprofessional. I didn't realize my surrounding, and I'd like to formally apologize and say I am so very deeply sorry. Joe Burrow to the corner. Uh, touchdown, <laughs> Bengals 21 up. Uh, Joe Mixon in for the touchdown, and I'm out the back door and <laughs> filing unemployment. Just so stupid. Well, guys, let's tee it up again. Let's tee up the how. Maybe we should get some imaging. How is baseball being stupid this week? Why are the old heads running the MLB mad this week, guys? Well, if you're anywhere on Twitter, if you're any kind of a sports fan, I'm sure you've seen the outrage, the outrage, the ugh. how can Fernando Tatis Jr. swing on a 3-0 pitch, pimp a grand slam and make a score 14 to 3? How could he do it, guys? The unwritten rules of baseball are being questioned again all over the sports world. Oh, guys, what's wrong with baseball? I don't. It seems like every year it's either a bat flip, it's somebody stole a base, and then the unwritten rules of baseball get brought up. And I think it's the dumbest. I, first of all, unwritten rules are stupid. I hate oh, unwritten yeah. rules. I hate law, law of the land. If you if you give somebody a three zero meatball, it's your fault. Don't throw a duck down the middle. Don't. How about that? And then I got I saw a quote. Some manager. I think it might have been Keith Hernandez, uh, the Mets broadcaster. He was like, Yeah. Well, then you swing on three one next. Says who? What? Like why? So you you no. you, you don't swing on three zero. Uh huh. Because it's the writ, unwritten rules. But then you're you're now allowed to swing on three one. Look, life comes at you fast. You know what happens when you don't swing on the three zero, and then you swing on the three one and you miss. It's a full count. <laughs> yeah, and then guess what? You're struck out, and you think, dang, should have swung on that three zero. It's so silly that people try to rationalize it. Like, look, man. You just don't do it. You don't do it. Yeah. Unwritten like, rules says are who? so stupid. I hate says unwritten who? rules. No, nah, the unwritten rules are absolute garbage. It's don't swing on a 3-0 pitch. Don't pimp a home run. If your guy gets hit by a pitch, you bean their dude in the head or something like that. It's so stupid. These rules have been around since probably like the late 1800s. Most things that have been around that long aren't around anymore at all. So why are we still following them? Technically, it's like what what are we what are we doing here? Like what what's happening? And it's just like it's the whole thing. It's like an inside joke. 
when you go hang out with someone and they're kind of like, what was he talking about? What was he saying? Oh, man, you wouldn't get it. Well, how am I supposed to find this crap out? You know, like for the normal everyday viewer of baseball, we don't, I don't care. And, and people wonder why baseball is so hard to sell to people. Yeah. We're getting pissed at people for, for bat flipping. When they jack a home run in a winning situation, you're going to get pissed at somebody for celebrating. You got guys in the NFL peeing on fake imaginary hydrants when they score touchdowns. And I get the touchdown celebration stuff has been toned down the NFL a lot. Yeah. But it's like, that's the moment that you see more than anything in the NFL is the celebration in the end zone. And now you got choreographed dance, you got routines, you got funny wrestling reenactments or whatever. And in the NFL, you got NHL, they celebrate, they all hug each other, they drag the hand. But in the MLB, it's like you hit a home run, gently place your bat along the foul line. Yep. Take your trot. Don't get crazy on the trot now. Or else those unwritten rules, you're going to break them. No league puts as much energy into stifling like fun and player development than the MLB. It's insane. Yeah, man. I, uh, I was going to make a correlation, but it, I, I couldn't quite come up with it in my head. I'm just like, honestly, I'm just, I'm really, I'm speechless because I just, I don't, I don't get it. It's like every single week, baseball wants to remind us why we shouldn't love them as much yeah. as we do. They finally kind of start moving in the right direction. You got, yeah. you got games going again. COVID outbreaks are a thing of the past. Cardinals yeah. are playing again. The Miami Marlins are winning games miraculously after their outbreak. Fernando Tatis Jr. is on a tear. He's killing it right now. He's killing it. He's yeah. the future of the league. That's when you, dude, look how oh. good this guy is doing. Highlight him. Instead, he's in the headlines because people are mad at him. And my one of my biggest things was the Padres manager after the game was like, he'll learn from this. Eric Hosmer was seen pretty much lecturing him in the dugout. So not only is your team captain giving you crap for it. Your manager's giving you crap for it. Like, this is your young stud. You got a Ferrari and you want to park yeah. it in the garage. Hey, dude, take those nice wheels off. We're going to put these stock rims on you because yeah. you're a little too flashy for us. I was in San Diego uh, last week and there are billboards around town of the sunglass brand that he wears because he wears a specific yeah. sunglasses. And it's like, that that alone's banking off of him. You, you roll up to the stadium, there's big old billboards and pictures of him. It's like, this... This is the perfect recipe for baseball to shine. You know, if, if you think about it, think of all the big name, uh, the big leaguers. You got Bryce Harper. You got uh, Judge. You've got a, a plethora of pitchers. And mm -hmm. with the exception of like Mookie Betts and some of the Dodger guys, you know, the number one thing that you see with a lot of these dudes, they have the personality of cardboard cutouts. Right. Fernando Tatis is doing stuff that's exciting. It's fun. He's good. You see stuff. What remember uh, remember Jose was it Jose Calderon from the from the Toronto Jose Blue Batista. Jose Batista. There we go. Jose Calderon's a basketball player. Uh Jose <laughs> Batista. <laughs> the, yes. the bat flip. Remember yeah. how much crap he got for the oh, bat yeah. flip? Dude, he he yeah. started like three fights in that series because of yeah. one bat flip. But it's like no, it's and exciting. Then, and then I remember the next year that unwritten rule still carried over. Because mm -hmm. he hit a hard slide in a second. Yeah. And then the Rangers rognated door straight punched him in the face. Yeah. It's insane, dude. It's it's like it's one of those things. It's comes down unwritten rules across any yeah. league is so annoying to me. The oh, you dunked the basketball in the last 15 seconds when the game was over. Well, yeah, you weren't playing defense. Sorry. You gave up. You give up the rim. If he wants to dribble it out, he dribbles it out. But if he goes and scores another basket, uh -huh. that's on you for stop playing defense. I get it. Maybe yeah. he shouldn't have. But you can't be pissed for somebody continuing to play. Yeah, I don't understand half the arguments people put out. They're like, hey, this isn't right. Says who? Right. Whoever, who, I, I promise you, whoever said this was a thing is probably been dead for about 40 years. <laughs> so I think if you don't follow it, you're, you'll be okay. Ooh, you Fernando won't yell Tatis that. Jr. swung on a 3-0 pitch. Somebody's grave somewhere is shaking because yeah. he's pissed off. The last time somebody cared about this, they were playing in wool jerseys, okay? 
and the, and they're and they're playing in the middle of a cornfield. So I think we can. I think we're okay. We'll, we'll be able to get past this. The one good thing about this is I feel like there might be a somewhat shift in the MLB going because I feel like God, they need three it. or four years ago this would there's no nobody would have been vocal in Fernando Tatis's Junior's corner, mm-hmm. you know. But luckily, I feel like there's plenty of major leaguers now taking his side. There was tons of people tweeting, tons of people talking about it. If he's not getting support from his skipper or his captain, for God's sake, at least he's getting support from around the league. Which brings me to my newfound fandom of Trevor Bauer, guys. So the weekend started off with this tweet from him talking about Fernando Tatis Jr., right? He tags Fernando Tatis Jr. on Twitter and says... Listen up. Keep swinging 3-0 if you want to, no matter what the game situation is. Keep hitting homers no matter what the situation is. Keep bringing energy and flash to baseball and making it fun. The only thing you did wrong was apologize. Stop that. Boom. Right there. Like, I don't get why that has to be said. You should be having fun. You should be killing it. You should be running up scores. You should be hitting home runs. Like, the most exciting thing about baseball is hitting home runs, and you're telling your young studs to not do it because of some old unwritten rule, which is stupid. So that started my Trevor Bauer love train over the weekend, guys. The second stop on my Trevor Bauer love train, did you see his specialized cleats free Joe Kelly on him? Yep. Did you see, um, was it Joe? Yeah, love him. Who's a uh, crap? Who was it? I think Joe Kelly's wife was defending Joe Kelly to someone. Uh, What was his name? I think it's Correa. Is it Correa the oh, one that popped oh, that's, off? Oh, that's right. Or that's McCullers. Right. McCullers. McCullers. And then she referred to McCullers as McMuffin yeah. on an yeah. Instagram story yeah. post. And I think it's just so hilarious. <laughs> I, it's like baseball wants to baseball wants to be cool so badly. But they're, parent, they're trying. They're, they're trying. trying. They're, they, the players are trying. Bro. They have the recipe to make it a fun lean. Like they're trying so hard. But their parents are like, no, you can't go out. No, you can't go do this. And they're just like they're grounding like you're oh, fine, then you're grounded for a week. I'm like, whatever. Right. I hate you, mom. But it's uh, but it's just one of those things where baseball's trying so hard to just be the sport that we want it to be. It's on the cusp, but it's just, you know, for whatever reason it just There's can't get just there. There's just so much push against it for some reason. But I told you because it's stupid league is obsessed with tradition. It's right. So, so, dumb. so for those who haven't seen it, we're going to post Joe Kelly's cleats on Instagram at tailgater sports for you to check it out. When you're listening to this, go check it out. So you know what we're talking about. It has like Joe Kelly emblazoned on the side of one foot with his little pouty face. When he got into the fight with the Astros it says free Joe Kelly on the opposite foot. So of course what we were just talking about, he posts that on Twitter the MLB lays the hammer down and says, you can't wear them. You're going to be suspended. There's going to be unprecedented action taken against him, right? Tell me if this doesn't sound like the MLB, guys. Trevor Bauer went to Twitter again. The dude's been firing off Twitter finger stuff like crazy the last yeah. couple months. Since the cheating scandal, since the the we want to play stuff, since now, he's his Twitter fingers are on fire. So after he gets told he can't wear the cleats, Trevor Bauer tweeted out, for everyone wondering why I didn't wear the cleats, MLB threatened to eject me and suspend me and levy unprecedented fines against me if I didn't. I couldn't put my teammates at risk like that. Earlier this year, MLB said players could wear whatever they wanted on their cleats. So as long as it wasn't political or offensive, apparently Rob is not a fan of players following his rules as free Joe Kelly is not political and is very clearly said in jest. Just leaves me over here wondering how following the rules equals ejection, suspension or fine and cheating your way to a World Series is no objection, suspension, or fine. Y'all really know how to pick your battles. Learn my lesson, though. Fun is bad. Cheating is good. Won't make the same mistake twice. Can promise you that. Is that Trevor Bauer, man? <laughs> Trevor Bauer just encapsulated what we've been saying for months in three tweets. Trevor Bauer 
is what I wish every baseball player would be. Just fun, man. He does not care. You know, you know what other sport used to have this exact same problem, but it's starting to get better at it? UFC. Like MMA, there's so many animated people now. Mm-hmm. And every person who's animated has Give them a, a mic, dude. Give, give them a, mic. a platform. Give these guys a platform, dude. Let them chirp. Let them talk their smack. Let them do and what they want to do. That's what a lot do. of these guys do. And they have podcasts. They have their own Instagram and stuff, yeah. but like the MLB Joe, just won't do it for some Joe reason. Kelly got in trouble for going on a podcast and talking crap about the yeah. Astros. Yep. Half the time, John Boy, in case you don't know who John Boy is, he's a big Yankees fan. Uh, he posts like play-by-play analysis or just like uh, he'll do um, uh, lip reading yeah, yeah. from gameplay. But a lot of times, I guess the Yankees or whatever, for, for some reason, always tend to have a lot of hot mics going. And we get to see videos hot of coaches just cussing, <laughs> just cussing out Angel Martinez, that yeah. garbage ump. Oh, so it's just, it's fun stuff to watch. Baseball's trying so hard to be cool, and they're almost there. His Twitter tirade is so good. It just encapsulates everything we've been saying about the MLB for so long. Following the rules equals ejection, suspension, fine, and cheating your way to a World Series equals no ejection, suspension, or fine. Fun is bad. Cheating is good. Trevor Bauer, God, I hope you end up on the Dodgers one day, man. He has freaking Joe Kelly on his cleats. Make him a Dodger next year. Please, 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 please. So... Let's wrap this up. Do you guys have anything to say on your way out? Randy, shoot them your Twitter stuff, all that social media crap, and give us a closing thought. You can find me at Hey, It's Randall, H-E-Y-R-A-N-D-A-L. That's Randall with one L. All I got to say is, man, hey, just cherish the good times because you're not going to know these are the good times until until <laughs> it's over. That's all I got to say. Watch sports. And Tyler, I know you I know you got something brewing. You always got something brewing. Give them your where can they follow you and see your nice Rocky photos and your nice Twitters and your good punchlines and uh, give us your closing <laughs> thought. Uh, you can follow me at Tyler the Board Off on Twitter and Instagram. And my closing thought is just very simple. God, I just pray that football does not screw this up. Please. Simple as that. Do not screw God, it up. please. Of course, everybody, follow us on Instagram. We're at Tailgater Sports. Hit up tailgatersports.com. And don't forget, if you're looking for bragging rights over myself, over Randy, over Tyler, over the rest of the listeners on Tailgater Sports, get on Twitter, hit up at Tyler the Board Op, send him your name and ESPN email if you're looking to play fantasy football with the Tailgater Sports crew. I am Eric Roberts. Follow me on Instagram at eSoundWave or on Twitter underscore Roberts11. Until next week, like Randy says, guys, go watch some sports.